0: You're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your host, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that?
1: We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals
0: Not anything.
1: And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional.
0: Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey.
0: And I'm Mallory.
1: And the other guy. Hey, I'm <sighs> Stack yeah that's (laughs) stacked how the fuck you get in here random fucking guy (laughs) no idea let me in (laughs) well we need to change the code on the garage
0: random people just just wandering into the studio (laughs) i just start picking up strange men off the street
1: oh that's not the first everybody here who knows you knows that happens all the time hey is it me or does it feel like this season has lasted for fucking
0: ever i feel like this season has spanned two years
1: uh, I think it actually has been most of 2022 <laughs> yes. has been season four. It's not supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Our well. seasons
1: are supposed to run, well, I guess. I mean, 22 episodes, that's 42 weeks, 44 weeks. Oh, yeah. My math is not good.
0: Your math is okay. Well, it's it, good.
1: Depends on whether you want it to be right or not. If you want your math, to well, be
0: right. I wouldn't recommend you becoming a CPA, but it's decent.
1: Right. If you want to get audited, let me do your taxes.
0: <laughs> I think that's fair.
1: Anyway, so yeah, uh, obviously this is the season finale. This is season four, episode 22. We call this one, We Are Casual Swinger.
0: Yes, we is. No, see, you're as bad at grammar as I am at math. I blame it on public education. Well, oh. I'm
2: definitely not Casual Swinger, so. <laughs> you're something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we haven't else even, entirely. We haven't even grazed the surface I don't yet. even know what I am.
1: <laughs> All right. If you guys haven't figured out there's a random guy in the studio today, we're going to talk about that here in a couple of minutes. We call him Stack. He's also the host of the Things We All Carry podcast that we've talked about a little bit on Twitter. We're going to get into that here in a few minutes when we talk to him and find out about what he's got going on before we talk about some of the other things we've got going on. This is not your normal Casual Swinger episode. I don't think we really wrote shit about this. This one's more about just kind of putting a cap on the season and telling you guys where we're headed. Uh, any thoughts on that, Mallory?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think um, we have a lot in Hopper right now, a lot of great things, including, for example, our heto trip. That's uh, it's a big one. It feels like it's around the corner, but it's, I don't know, eight months away, seven months away? Uh,
1: I don't know. It's not enough time yeah. for me to get AIDS <laughs> and actually be in shape because that's what oh, it's going to take for me to have abs. Stop
0: it. Hito's one of those places. It doesn't matter your age, cut, creed, like any of that. Like once you're there, we're all equal, and it's fucking phenomenal. I, I love that place. It's it's heaven on earth for me. Okay, if well, I believe, y- I'm gonna believe you need you it. to
1: lock me in the attic and not let me into the fridge between now and when we go to Hito. Uh
0: We're not just leave me up there to starve. I can't even. I'm not confident on that. Well, some shit
1: has happened, right? Obviously, since the season started and what took forever, which I think was probably the longest goddamn. Season in the history of ever, which we've talked about before. Yeah. But you started a little thing that OF oh, thing that was big.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm, an, I'm of a certain content creator now.
1: Oh, you're a woman of a certain content creator? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we call it? <laughs> yeah. I'm Not a, of a certain age. You're I'm a,
0: I'm maximizing my milfiness. I'm making that milf money if you must. She's a
1: hoe on the down low, folks. Well,
0: no, I'm I'm definitely not on the down low. I don't, we wouldn't call that on the down low. No, I was going to
2: say, I don't think it's on the down low. No. No. That's public hodom.
0: Yeah. We were taking out a billboard off of I 75. <laughs> it's a point.
2: Right. See. Right next to the God billboard. Yeah. Oh, that'll be cool. Well, right them. on top of it. But yeah, it'll, God, it'll also guns be... and Mallory. Uh,
0: yeah. Guns. <laughs> and uh, don't forget uh, to stop at South of the Border.
1: That's right.
0: And while you're there, <laughs>
1: pick up your Mrs. Milford That's pin. That's on 95, you can, though. Show, so. your, show your appreciation for your <laughs> MILF next door. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyway, we launched a HETO trip, which we're going to talk about a fucking lot in this episode. So if you hate HETO, you hate us, you hate what we're doing, you hate what you're talking about, you hate when people talk about trips, just turn this motherfucker off now because we're going to talk about it a good bit when we get wow, to the Wow,
0: so. that was a lot of negativity. There's a sentence. lot of
1: hate there. That's no, I'm just so saying. I told you in the other room to leave the hate behind. That's not hate. There's people That hate when other well, I just said hate. There's people that genuinely dislike when podcasters talk about their trips. And we're not trying to sell the trip per se. I just want people to know what they're getting into when they come with us. So it's not, it's not hate. I actually love when we go on trips. We've been going to Hito for a very long time. There's a lot of people that do desire trips and temptation trips and all these other trips. And for me, I feel like it's a big deal. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, two PCAPs happened this season. Yeah,
0: we, yeah. This looking back on this year, yeah, we had two PCAPs That's oh. right. We um, we had a, a spring and a fall. That was both of them were absolutely fantastic. I didn't
1: fall at either PCAP I was sober most of the time.
0: I definitely fell at least once, but that's just of my nature.
1: Yeah, that's how we roll. Um, casual had, toys keeps growing like a fucking oh my weed. Gosh,
0: casual toys, and thank you everyone who continues to support this toy store. It's it's definitely especially Mickey's. Like you know. Uh, I don't want to say life's blood, but like you pour your heart and soul in that and customer service is something you definitely um, were born to do. Like, it's just second nature to you. And I know people appreciate that. So everyone that continues to support it, thank you so much.
1: I'm a little maniacal about it. It's um, a little <laughs> crazy.
0: I The fact that you said a little makes me giggle. <laughs> You are <laughs> maniacal about it, but I appreciate your passion.
1: I'm the Oprah I'm of customer service. You. you get free shit. You get free shit. Here, yeah. you have some stuff.
0: Yeah, you're a terrible business owner sometimes, oh, but so I love bad. you. I love you for it, though. I really, really do. It makes you an even better person. Uh, but it's lo- it's fun though. Yeah, and looking back, on we had a fucking grandchild. We like, did. In this we a goddamn grandspawn. How the fuck did that happen? That, that child will never well, be
1: known. You need to ask out what
2: happened. I, I mean, mean, no. You got <laughs> in the wrong fair. fucking podcast for that.
0: Well, I mean. They do have an endless supply of condoms, so I do know how it happened.
2: That's the thing that bugs me.
1: So the grand spawn became a thing. The last thing I said to the casual child that left this house, and you know her well. Casual I do. Yes, casual Caitlin. She works for us in Casual Toys. And by the way, we didn't hire her in Casual Toys until after she had the grand spawn. I'm like, well, fuck it. Now I know that you're having sex, so here. Uh, But... You know, the the gist of it is the last thing that I said to her when she left Florida to move back to our old stomping grounds and be with the the person that created the child with her. And we like him. He's a good kid.
0: We do uh, like him, actually. yeah He's
1: actually great. I just don't want to call him out by name uh, on the show. But what I'll say is the last thing I said to her was, don't get pregnant. And it was the first
0: <laughs> fucking thing she did. It was inside of 30 days. I'm not laugh I'm laughing now because in hindsight, it's a little ironic and funny. Um, but no, no, we both nothing know. about it's ironic or yeah. funny. But let's be honest that fucking, that little biped, our grand spawn runs the fucking roost. She calls us and wants a pony. She gets two, pick your colors. Like, I'm gonna happening. find a pink
1: pony because it's coming. Yeah. Like, now that little fucker's cute and I'm really excited about it. We started out young, so I'm not too worried about it. And by the way, if you think that we're old because we're talking about our grandkid, go ahead and call us and call us old when it
2: happens to you yeah. because we started young.
1: He Literally. Very young <laughs> so i can
2: yeah. I, I can relate i can relate a lot how uh y- my y- four you... grandchildren <laughs> <laughs>
0: how i mean so i'm under 40 you were you're, you're... <coughs> You're barely in your I mean you're in your 40s uh, but I'm like solidly there it's now. Still, it's still it's still fairly, fairly fucking young. you were in your 40s when you I I was grand-
2: 44 yeah. for my first one yeah. It's
0: a little weird but 44 like 44
2: years old and you were like how the fuck am I 44 years old and a grandfather? Yeah, yeah. And now I'm trying to figure out how the guy you guys are 40 and grandchild or grandparents. Yeah. Okay. It's well, fucking we insane. we are not
0: 40. He is. Hey. hey well, you're you close should. enough. We're I mean, call I'm you 40. looking at it. I'm waving. Yeah, we're calling you 40. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we're uh, fucking not.
2: I'm no. with him on this one. I'm allowed to say it, so whatever. You're 40. The average between us is 40. Yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, well, I'm stepping out of the room, so fuck you both. <laughs> now the average has gone up tremendously.
2: Tremendously, you're correct.
1: <laughs> so the grand spawn happened. We started young. blah, blah, blah. But there is one more big-ass thing that I think uh, is kind of happened here at the end of the season and going into season five, which we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. It's Faces Out.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're putting... Oh, well, I mean my face is kind of out there, but like not I don't as... know that your
1: face is what people are looking at, Mama. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Well, Thanks.
1: Look at them titties. Those I things mean... are amazing. <laughs> like bigger than a whale's eye.
0: <laughs> I like what you did there. No one else will get it. My son said that in, in a bra section of a department store once, and I'll never forget it as long as I live. It's hilarious. The comparative at two years old just still blows my mind. I digress.
1: Titillating orbs.
0: Yeah. So why faces? Yeah. Are we going to get into why faces out? Why now? Why (laughs) not?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into it. This is the coming out party for it. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in a little bit. But yeah, faces out now, faces out season five. We've done a couple of Twitter posts of faces out and a few people have noticed. They're like, oh, hey, Hey. look at that faces. Yeah. And actually, matter of fact, I actually posted a video of yours the other day from your Mrs. Milford account that I had just kind of tagged you in.
0: Yeah, the one that TikTok decided to take down. Yeah,
1: TikTok's like, fuck her. Boom, she's gone.
0: Hurt my feelings so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, she she got sad about I it. I
0: didn't even know I could get upset with social media like that.
1: But my favorite part was people were like, wow, I've been wondering what she looked like forever. And she's just as hot as you said she was. I'm like, no fucking shit. You guys think I'm a liar. She's a lot hotter than me. I'll agree with that. Now you're sitting in the room. Yeah. She's a lot hotter than me. Yeah. It's not even close. I mean, there's me and then there's you on another solar system of hot. It's I got it. I understand this. Okay. All right. So what else is new? <laughs> Let's talk about casual swing week for a minute. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more because Stack, who's with us, has actually been with us since the beginning of our new Hedo journey. So I've been going to Hedo since 2001 because I'm old. We've covered that. Fuck you, dude. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about kind of this group Hedo journey we've all been on and what has changed, and kind of, you know, I, I think it's good that he's here, and he's not a host on the trip like, uh, uh, cornfed. The cornfeds were. Thank you. And you're, I know Derek you're every yeah, you're I was like just,
0: Iowa corn. Iowa corn. Love those guys. Yeah. Hot as shit. Good people
2: association. Yeah
1: yeah and, but yeah so they're he's not a host he has been there with us he was there with us when we were learning how to host so i think it's gonna be a fun conversation as we get into this oh
0: yeah they were they were oh i cannot get wait to get into the dialogue about having drinks on your porch and oh, talking yeah. about that yeah. okay oh man this yeah, so is gonna be all, great. Gonna,
1: it's all gonna be a big full circle kind of like mallory's titties that are big circles and fun <laughs> to play with but
0: what i <laughs> keep going okay
1: so let's talk a little bit about the Hito trip uh, just before we dig into this because I don't want to talk about sponsors during the actual episode, but these boxes are fucking nuts, right? The companies that have stepped up to help us and trusting us with their brand as we try to bring you guys something that's truly lifestyle by lifestyle creators and a little different while we're at it. Uh, who are yeah. we talking about here, Mel? Oh
0: my gosh, there's the list is constantly growing and, and I'm so grateful for this. People like shamelesscare.com um, and this is a site where you can... Actually, get testing uh, for STIs before you go from the comfort of your own home. And they also do ED medication shipped to your door with no doctor's appointments.
1: Yeah, I think it's super cool. And they're actually kind of a derivative and kind of grew from youngcouplesparties.com, which is Uh, the hottest party for young couples in the Chicago area. And they're coming with us on the trip. Yeah, they are. YCP. Yeah, so YCP, a good number of YCP people are going to be there. A bunch of them have already booked already, so shout out to our YCP yeah. peeps that are coming out.
0: Yeah, and this week you just talked to the folks over at Sports Sheets, which I could hear, and unfortunately I wasn't able to join the call, but I could hear the conversation from the other room. There was laughter and, and a bunch of you know good conversation that were going on, and uh, it sounds like the... Um, the company that has a, a growing Kingster need for the bedroom is going to be uh, contributing to these wonderful boxes as well.
1: I think they're going to be a big sponsor I, for us. But the my best part thing I love the most is they're like us, like they they're are. just good people. Yes, and I don't mean we're good so. people. I mean they're people we want to be like. Well, they make <laughs> a great
0: product because I can say I own no less than three or four of their products easily that no I use on that. a regular basis. Because like the positioning aid, they make something for like doggy style that like is a strap Hell that goes underneath yeah. your hips to help hold you up because yeah. like if we're different heights and like the my femur length versus your standing length, sometimes doesn't always work out that little extra like pull. And plus have that zero gravity effect, I won't get into it because I don't want to get horny now because I can't do anything about it. Yeah, well, sports sheets is just
1: the bomb. I mean, from positioning aids to dildos to strap-ons to hog tie kits to blindfolds to cuffs. They got everything under the sun, and we love those guys. But you guys have heard us talk a million times about another one of our major sponsors for this particular box. And by the way, this shit goes on forever. But Uber Lube, best damn lube, period. If you haven't heard us talk about Uber Lube, just try it. Trust us. It's please, amazing.
0: Please do. It, it It does actually change the quality of sex and masturbation you have. Oh my It God. really does. I didn't think it was possible because I'm a habitual masturbator and a, a sex fiend personally, but it changed a, a lot about the way I have sex.
1: I love that Uber Lube. There's just no cleanup. It just it just soaks into your skin. You're good.
0: Well, and you make the joke about it. You come three times washing it off.
1: Like, yeah, with it's, silicone It's Lube a natural guns. moisturizer,
0: yeah. so you don't have to worry about any of that bullshit, and it's not going to fuck with your pH. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. What about um, Oxballs?
1: Ah, was- <laughs> for every guy. <laughs> we-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cockoutrements.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, that is a fucking sturdy ass cock ring that they make. And Oxballs are the, the bomb. the breadth of product they have available yeah. for that is a- outstanding.
1: Well, Oxballs and Hunky Junk are the same company. So Hunky Junk uh, oh, tends yeah, to right. cater yeah. to uh, the LGBT market. And Oxballs kind of, a lot of it's the same stuff. And But Oxballs and Hunky Junk both, guys, if you like cock rings, you like cock slings, kind of anything that just kind of outfits your junk, that product is the fucking bomb. I love Oxballs. Yeah,
0: and I'm really excited um, that Navenude Nude is uh, sponsoring the box too. Those are some of my favorite pasties. Um, they have a full breadth of, of different pasties from the standard like uh, paper type or latex type to like the bedazzled. Yeah, and they're and again high quality.
1: They're yeah. awesome, and also hair ties and braids and and extensions and all kinds of crazy shit. Like if you guys love theme night apparel, Neva Nude is going to be the bomb for you. And of course, what about Playhouse LV? Coolest club in Vegas. We love. Oh my place. gosh! Some of our favorite love people. Love those
0: guys. They throw out one hell of a party. Yeah. So if you're out in the Vegas area and want to check out a lifestyle club, highly recommend those guys.
1: Yeah, mention our name. Get a good seat. Just kind of like the public bathroom.
0: Yeah, and who uh, else is sponsored? I mean, we get the obvious, of course. What
1: about CasualToys.com? Yeah. CasualToys.com is going to provide anybody that books on Casual Swinger Week with a gift certificate to help you guys buy some shit for your theme nights. However, if you happen to buy ED meds or you buy the trip package from Shameless Care, we'll double your gift card that we're going to give oh, you. Oh,
0: so we're doubling down on being like... Responsible and, That's right. Yeah, I love you it. You guys
1: are going to do the right thing. You guys are going to work with one of our sponsors. We're going to make it easy for you. So there's a lot more to come for Casual Swinger Week. But if that sounds like a lot... We haven't told you the half of it.
0: Oh, man. We're just trying to keep this short and succinct, and it's really difficult to do. So stay yeah. tuned. And if you have any questions, make sure you shoot us a message at podcast at casualswinger.com. We're happy to answer those.
1: Please do. And right now we have a few, at least, of most of the room categories. We've sold out of a couple. Yeah.
0: There's, there's going to be two or three room category types that are going to sell a lot quicker than the rest. So if you're interested, again, message us to have more questions. We also have the booking link um, on our website. Yeah, so that's on casualswinger.com, right at the top. Yep, go to travel with us.
1: There it is. Well, uh, travel with us, or right at the top, it says Casual Swinger Week at Hedonism too. It's a big fucking link all by itself.
0: Yeah, big banner, big 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 sign, big
1: big big big. Hey, you know one of my favorite things about this trip? Before we let this go and move on, you get a three percent discount if you're a first responder or a veteran.
0: Motherfucker.
1: We're the only group that I know of anyway that's actively promoting a discount for first responders and military. Thank
0: you, Wet Travel. We appreciate Wet you. Wet
1: Travel's the one that started that shit and they don't even talk about it. They just do it because they're good people. And we're like, you know what? We're going to let everybody know that we're doing that shit because we partnered with World Exotic Travel. So if you book any world exotic travel trip and you're a veteran or you're a first responder and you show them, they'll give you three percent off your trip, which is fucking awesome. That's so amazing. So way to go, guys. Yeah. So last thing before we get out of here, we're going to be at the end of next month in Nashville, Tennessee, with We Got a Thing.
0: Yeah, Viva Nash Vegas. Let's go.
1: Oh yeah, let's go see some bachelorette parties because we didn't <laughs> see enough of that shit when we were there. A I actually, weeks saw ago. more
0: bachelor parties. Which God bless me on Broadway. I'm pretty sure I'm in somebody's TikTok out there. Oh, 100%. percent looking There's at some you on the Um yeah.
1: <laughs> Right? I actually remember that little dig- jiggy dance yeah, you did. I, I, yeah,
0: I had a few drinks. I was I feeling good. It was a Anyway, drink. but, you know, it goes to show that you should book early if you're, you know, in the We Got a Thing um, universe there because there shit sells out so quickly. It does. They sold it out already. Yeah. But
1: that doesn't mean that we're not going to be there for a few days. So if you happen to be in, uh, you know, Nash, Vegas and want to give us a shout, say hey. Hi. We support these guys at We Got A Thing through the sex toy chat, which we love doing, by the way. Our We Got A Thing humans are some of our favorite humans everywhere. They're a supportive and amazing group. If you're not part of We Got A Thing, check them out at wegotathing.com. Uh, their community includes tons and tons of supportive people, lots of content, lots of information, and of course, their educational seminars that you can do that teach you a little bit more about getting into the lifestyle if yeah. you're new. So, just a great top of the funnel type group. We love. We got it is, that. and, it's, and yeah. it's
0: it's holistic. I, that's how I describe it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it's the reason why I call them ro- the I call them the royalty of this space. I think that they do it right. They do it better than the rest of us. And if we can do it <laughs> like them, we'll do better. So,
0: Excellent, good no, stuff. They're
1: amazing. Hey. Let's uh let's bounce out of here and come back with our friend Stack. We're gonna talk about his podcast. Yeah, we
0: put him in a corner for a few yeah, minutes. He's Sorry about in a that. Just sitting <laughs> there, I feel being like, "I've been punished." No. <laughs> I think you like it maybe a little bit. Gonna, yeah. oh, you're a, not used to being on that end. Yeah, I'm not on uh. that end. No, so. <laughs>
1: punishment's a different podcast. Yeah,
2: yeah, but I'm not on that end. No, okay.
1: Well, we'll be back in just a bit. We're gonna talk about his podcast. That's the things we all carry, and also we're gonna talk a little bit about our Hino trip and what's coming in season five for Casual Swinger.
0: I'm coming. No, you come all the time
1: <laughs> speaking of hey Mallory you want to tell us where can you find <laughs> Casual Swinger if you haven't figured it out in four fucking seasons well
0: thank you Bob um, you can find us as Casual Swinger everywhere that's CasualSwinger.com feel free to shoot us a message at podcast at CasualSwinger.com we are on social media uh, that is YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and uh, Instagram believe it or not uh, we're also on the dating sites if you want to check us out there that's Cassidy, SLS, SDC, and Double Date Nation
1: And that'll get her done. We'll be back in a hot second. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.
0: And welcome back to Casual Swinger.
1: You got it right. I got it right. Way to go. I'm so So proud of you.
0: I know. Me too. Can I have you, a cookie now? You're a real girl <laughs> with real boobs. They're really mine.
1: <laughs> all right, so you know what? I, I We started this episode talking about your OnlyFans, which I feel it's only appropriate now to talk about hoes. So let's talk about all the hoes that our guest talks about and pulls on today.
2: I don't pull on any hoes, but nice try. Oh, no, yeah. you don't pull on hoes anymore? No, not anymore. All right, so <laughs> at one point in your career, you pulled a lot of hoes. Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. And
0: yeah. you're not a gigolo. We have to clarify.
2: Yeah. Please clarify that. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a byproduct of the job, I, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Okay. Just yanking it, on hoes. Yeah. Just yanking on hoes. And hos. hanging out with dudes. All right. Just
2: hanging out with dudes and sleeping in a room with four dudes or five dudes or right. even six dudes. That's so a lot now of I
0: really have to clarify. Yeah. Go All ahead. Right. Ladies, hold on to your panties. We have a firefighter in the house. Bonafide. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know. Just wait. Legit. You... Mm-hmm.
1: Serious. Real deal. Yeah. So tell me this: Are 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 all
2: firefighters Adonises, or do some of them look like me? Uh, some of them even look like me, and that's even worse. So <laughs> there you go.
0: That's <laughs> fucked up. That's do not, okay. not, do not judge my taste in men. Um, yeah,
1: you actually. All of our profiles
2: suggest that firefighters go to the front of the
0: literally, line. literally firefighters are first front. Uh, it's the bottom of our profile. Like you get special consideration. That's
2: because right. we're very special people. Extremely. From my experience <laughs> with you, I'd say you're a, a very special person. Um, my, my mom always said
1: so. <laughs> Mama said. <laughs> that's some high-quality H2O. Oh,
2: oh yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So tell us a little bit about your podcast. because right? Yeah, and, and right. honestly, I I And honestly, before he gets going here, guys, I, I really want you to know I'm mocking him because we're friends. I'm not mocking him because... I don't believe in what he does uh i think that you know the first time we had a conversation about you starting this podcast I was passionate about it from the minute you said something about it to the point when you sent me your I, first podcast.
0: Yeah. I want to say that it was universal. I don't know how many people you asked. I knew in this, under this roof, it was a universal fuck. Yes. That's an amazing idea. Please God, if you can do it.
2: Yeah. That shit needs to happen. I think that Mickey, you've been a, a supporter from the beginning. I mean, you jumped on it right away and you did, you, you encouraged me to do it. And, and I, and I checked with other people and I got the same kind of encouragement. So, um, the show is born out of the fact that we see some shit every day. And, and, um, I just want people to realize they're not alone. So the show is called the things we all Carry," And it's based, I based the title loosely off the book by Tim O'Brien called the things they Carried," And the, that book is, is a short story collection from Vietnam. And it just talks about th- these guys going into war and they're carrying whatever weapon they had, whatever radio, whatever aid bag, whatever it is they carried into war, they carried with them. But then it focuses on what they carried out of war. It talked about the emotional scars and the physical scars and so the things that we all carry is just that it's talking about yeah we carry things into a call into a fire into a medical call but we also bring these memories and these these for lack of a better word scars out of a call mm-hmm. so we do we run i don't want to bring everybody down cuz there's some very serious calls we run you know including involving kids and we we come out of a house and it affects us mm-hmm. and so that's where those are the things we carry coming out and so I would just want to bring that to light and then also share how people are recovering from some of these mm-hmm. traumas and some of these very serious, um, I don't want to say disorders, but there's PTS, which is post-traumatic stress. And it's a, it's a story of recovery more than the story of the traumas.
0: Well, I, I, I really love that you're normalizing a subject that is is taboo, which is, mm, if we have to draw a parallel, it's kind of what we do too, but you do it on a, a totally fucking different level. Like mental health up until... I don't know, last six, 12 months, it really doesn't catch fire. Like it doesn't catch fire in social media or coverage or is discussed socially. It's actually not acceptable in most circles to discuss that kind of stuff, but it really fucking should be because you'd be surprised how many people share similar experiences and struggles, especially the demographic you're talking about, firefighters and first responders because the shit you guys see, most of the time you're, you're interfacing with people on the worst day of their life.
2: Yeah, and it sounds cliche to say it, but it but it's true. And it is the worst day of their life. Mm-hmm. So, um, however but- we we see the worst day of somebody's life repeatedly. And I think I, I shared with you this afternoon that that little statistic that we saw that if you run two stoppages, which is means that you're doing CPR twice in I don't a month over mm-hmm. a span of a career, that's four hundred and something stoppages or dead people mm-hmm. you're working on two in a in a month is unrealistic in a big department i'm i mean i know people that are running two in a in a day
0: i was gonna do two in a shift
2: yeah two yeah. in a shift and so you yeah. it's a 24-hour period and you've got three in a tour so you're looking at six in a tour and you add that you you extrapolate that out towards a, a 20 or 30 year career and you're seeing a lot of death mm-hmm. and, there's, and it's got to go somewhere
0: yeah and it's not a lot of discussion around how people deal with that and still live healthy and productive lives
2: well, and that's, that's kind of my goal is how do we, how do we get through these careers? How do, we, how do you mitigate a career and still come out on the other end um, healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally?
1: Well, and I think there's been a lot of conversation over the last couple of years, rightfully so, about our veterans coming back from overseas, what they've seen, what they've encountered, the loss of their brothers and sisters, uh, the, just these things that happen as part of just doing the job. Now, one of the things that I've seen through the course of our relationship, because a lot of times you'll share a story with me and and I'll use the word hero and you get mad at me uh, almost, in, I mean, it's fucking instant. You get, you, you, you literally, the wall goes up. You get irritated with me when I use that term. And I think I've seen the same thing with veterans that I know that get upset and they go, I'm just doing my job. And I think that you do that. Our law enforcement friends that we know do that. Our veteran friends that we know do that. But they come back here and they're expected to just go back to living their normal lives. And veterans do that when they come back at the end of a tour. You do that at the end of a shift. And you have a wife and kids and friends that expect you to pretend like you didn't just scrape brains off a fucking sidewalk.
2: That's one of the things I like to, or not like to, there's one of the things I've been trying to cover in the show is how do you go home and explain to your family that, I need about an hour just to decompress because you don't know what happened Yeah, We sleep at, we sleep at work. Obviously we work 24 hour shifts. We, in a air quotes, we sleep. We don't really sleep because even if you get up once you're it, that affects you for the rest of the day. And some people are getting up, I don't know, three, four five times a night. And once you get home, you, you're not ready to deal with kids. You're not ready to deal with your wife. You're not ready to deal with whatever the day is going to bring. And so part of the show is, is, trying to teach people how they can take some time for themselves. So mental
1: health is something we've not talked about enough in this country. It's, it's definitely getting more attention. And I think attention is part of mental health, by the way, for children in particular. But when we talk about mental health and we talk about the things that you guys carry, one of the things I like that you do in your show, and it's kind of your hook, with at the end of each of your episodes, you ask your guest what they carry into a call. What are the things they
2: carry? And it's not even into a call. It's just an everyday carry. Something you want to carry, something you carry with you every day that if you don't have it with you, you're going to feel naked. Awesome. What's yours? My everyday carry. Hmm, good one. I actually discussed this on an episode today that I recorded in your house. Um, it used to be it normally is not used to be. It normally is a Skulls for Hope bracelet that I wear on my wrist. And Skulls for Hope is a great organization bringing, uh suicide awareness to the forefront. Um Lately, I haven't been wearing it because I got poison ivy from it. And so, what I told my guest today was, I do acupuncture when I go through my therapy sessions, and I go through there. I I just recently started therapy for myself, and I do it once a week. And the acupuncture is all in my ears. And so, when she's well, before she starts with the pins, she puts a little uh, bean on the back of my ear. So each ear has a has a little acupuncture bean on the back of it, and that's my everyday carry right now. So when I get into a moment where I need to just kind of st- If I'm stressed and I want to just kind of calm down to remind myself to breathe, to remind myself to meditate, to remind myself to just take a minute, I reach up and I squeeze that bean that's right there on my ear. So I either do it on one side or both, and and it just reminds me to take a second.
1: Are you on the spectrum? Because that sounds oddly. Ah, we're all on spectrum. If you want to get into another <laughs> yeah, pros- profession of mine, we can talk it another
0: episode. Yeah, we can talk a whole other profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, literally, the one before th- this one for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: So uh, that's and firefighting just... is much safer than working with kids with autism. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that, that's just stories, a little yeah. bit uh,
1: of our friend Stack who obviously is doing something that i think matters and i think it matters a fucking lot uh stack why don't you tell folks how to find your podcast how to find you and how to find people like you because i think it's important before we move on with the the fun part of this episode i wanted to start with this because i feel like
0: yeah usually we do at the huge. end but i think at the beginning is it, it doesn't service the, yeah
2: the main spot to find me is on instagram and it's the things they all carry and it's at the things they all carry on Instagram. Um, you can also find it the website is thethingstheyallcarry.com. Okay. And, and those are the two main sites for the show.
1: Where do yeah, so where do they find your podcast if they just want to listen to
2: it? Yeah, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, where all the major markets. So anywhere you find casual yep. and there. YouTube. Okay. Yep. Awesome. So thank you for that, and uh, let's kind
1: of move on a little bit. Not that yeah. I want to move on from that, but, you know, when I talk about scraping brains off a sidewalk, I feel like we need to talk about fucking and sucking. And yeah, all let's the talk other about All right, more fun. Hey,
0: yeah, let's really fuck with everyone's heads out there and just, like, fucking 180 this shit. All right, shit. on with the sexy yeah. stuff. So we are casual
1: <laughs> swinger. That's this episode, right? Uh, what's changing? What's going on? Where are we at? What world we live in? Mallory, do you want to just kind of take this and run with it? Because
0: I know. Mean, I think right now our heads are, are I mean, aside from putting our faces out there is is on this heto trip and making sure that you know, we create an environment for everyone that I, I don't know that that we experience when we go there because it's it's our favorite place on the planet.
1: That's definitely part of it. So before we really dig into that, one of the you know, I, I get questions online and on our social sometimes and they say, what is a casual swinger? or how do I become one?
0: Is this where I stand up and melodramatically say, I am a casual swinger?
1: (laughs) I like the melodramatic angle. It's like from the 80s, like holding up a boombox and going, I am a casual swinger. John Cusack. Yes, I totally had to say
0: anything in my head. Thank you. you.
1: So I I think in this episode, you know, there's nothing wrong with telling people who we are and what it is that makes Mm -hmm. us who we are. I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think that we have tried over four seasons to make a podcast that's a little bit different than all of our peers and the people that we respect and admire. And they do some really, really good things. You know, it's funny. I talk, I talk about podcasts that talk about sex and I say porn for truckers, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Truckers need porn too. Right. And I give you a great example. There's a podcast that's going away that I love. It's that couple next door, Jay and K, make a great show, Oh but it's gosh, a show incredible. about their
0: experiences. It is. And I mean, ooh, her voice. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: Sexy as fuck. That girl's got nipples for days and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's you can't see them. You can talk about them. You can hear about them on the show, right? They're a great show.
2: Yeah, her voice, though. Her oh, voice. Yeah. Right? Her voice yes. is
1: deadly. Mm-hmm. And but And then there's shows out there that talk about how to swing and teach you how to swing. Like, We Got a Thing, who we talked about our respect for them earlier. I feel like we've always been something different. We are a casual swinger. That's mm-hmm. who we are. And Casual Swinger was meant to be different from the day we started. It was meant to be a variety show that was never about any one thing. We're sitting here talking about firefighters and first responders and their their mental health yeah. on an episode. Yeah. Where we're also talking about a Hito trip. Yeah, welcome to our show. This is we are Casual Swinger.
0: <laughs> well, I th- I think you you laid it out a couple of times throughout the seasons and and said, you know, we we are swingers. We're second generation swingers, and it's part of who we are. You know, it's it's not a hobby for us, it's inherent. But we are more than just that too. We are we are many things including that. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: You know, I, we have some t-shirts that we did a run of that said, keep it casual. And we went down to Hedo and we gave away <laughs> yeah, a bunch of them. We did. And there was a woman that came up to us and she handed me the shirt back and said, I can't wear this because I'm not a casual swinger. I'm a hardcore swinger.
0: <laughs> Girl, more power to. Find. Rock on with your hilarious. slutty ass self. Get you some. <laughs> I'm a slut too. I get you. I don't know.
2: I think my interpretation of what you say, casual swinger, is you swing the way you want to swing. Yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, it is. it's that, not hard and that's fast. That's exactly for how we us. feel about right. it. It's do you. Yeah.
1: Right. And don't let someone else tell you how to do it, much less us in our t-shirt. Yeah. Right? right, by all means, <laughs> keep it hardcore. That doesn't, you know. One of the things we have been hosting at Hedonism for a long time.
0: Yeah, going on, yeah, six seven years, years, seven years.
1: And one of the things that I always tell people is, if you want to be one of us, the easiest way to do what we do, the easiest way to be one of us, is look at the person to your left. Look at the person to your right and remember that we all got here because somebody was cool to us, mm-hmm. somebody was good to us, somebody was nice to us. Somebody invited us to be a part of their conversation, to be a part of their good time, and to be a part of their lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Being- so if
1: you want to be a casual swinger, yeah, start there.
0: Yeah, being friendly doesn't mean you have to fuck them.
2: I can right? I can vouch for that because I know that I'm a weird spot when I go to Hito because I'm an introvert and these just two just ex- Hedo. These two, you <laughs> know, yeah, well, not just a Hito, but it's a weird spot for an introvert to be. And, it is, and these two extroverts sitting in front of me kind of took me in as as one of theirs, and so it it is true. Look to your left. Look to your right. There's somebody that brought you in.
0: Oh, I yeah. think it's sweet. You think I'm an extrovert?
2: You are mm-hmm. more than he is.
0: Yeah, definitely more than you are, for you sure. Are.
1: The chair you're sitting on is an extrovert compared to him sometimes. That's very fucking true.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. really Fair enough. I'm actually, you saw it I'm twice probably, today. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at both of you, and I'm, I'm going, I'm definitely somewhere in the middle. Okay, oh, for that's fair sure. enough. Well, for I mean, sure. come
1: on. If you're talking about extroverts, I am obviously the, the, the other side of You're the most pure form spectrum. of it. Oh, you're called uh, flaming. You are yeah. the most pure form of ever been. <laughs> fucking in my flaming. Life. Yeah. I'm like the moon is about to collide with the earth level <laughs> extrovert. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, so oh, you can't so. miss it. Yeah. Right. That's 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 definitely true. But, you know, let's talk about keto and our experience here a little bit because we launched Casual Swinger Week last two, it was before the last episode. And Casual Swinger Week is April 1st through the 8th in 2023. And this is this is a seismic shift for us because yeah. we've talked about doing it for the longest time. And we knew when we did it, it was going to create waves. It was going to be a thing because we've done it for a long time with friends of ours because we love them and we still do. And there's nothing wrong with that. And and I don't think there is. I hope there's not. And if they feel that way, I hope they don't, honestly. Uh, but it was time for us to take the people that... Feel the way we do about mm-hmm. the lifestyle and life and and friends and friendship and sex, yeah, and do something together.
0: Well, and it's not just people that exist, but people who are out there that would enjoy that as well. Yeah, you know, I just mean, opening the doors and going, okay, this is what we're weak. right. This is what we're doing. It's very inclusive. Please join us if That's you right. want to.
1: Yeah, it's it's all walks, all ages, all sizes. There's an ass for every seat. That doesn't mean that every person on the trip is going to be your jam, or yeah. you'll be theirs.
0: Yeah, and we're not promising puppy piles or anything like that. It's just a very organic experience.
1: That's right. There will be no sponsored orgies on this trip. I'm sorry, Stack. You,
2: uh, I know out. you're sad. Shit. Yeah. All right, never yeah. mind. I want yeah. my yeah. deposit. Yeah, out. it's
0: <laughs> not. It's not an official agenda item. That's how I've put it. Like, if it happens and like there's an orgy party fucking a live our best lives yeah right however it's, it's not a scheduled event
1: no it's not but one of the in the what i'm getting at here and kind of what i'm angling toward is to ask you as our guest <laughs> you know <laughs> you were so there funny. the first time that someone handed me a microphone and said let's throw a party and we threw a party <laughs> and we threw, we a, threw fucking a fucking party, party. <laughs> <laughs> It was one hell of a party, and it, it's still one hell of a party with and without us. I think that they've done a great job, but we, we did something. We started something. What was different about it? What What the fuck did we do that made this thing catch fire? In your opinion,
2: I think it was what you said in in your. Uh, I don't want to call it a diatribe, but your monologue there. It was. <laughs> it was the all inclusive part. Yeah, and, and Mallory said it as well. It's all inclusive. We. we when we threw a party or when we had a pool party we had a, an event we we pulled everybody in from the sidelines it didn't matter if you were part of a group or not you became part of a that's fucking group that's what i love
0: the most yeah
2: right you didn't shy away from the stragglers the you know i'll go back to my own show for a second and that's just a self a selfish plug but I talk about um, I have a tattoo that says sinner's welcome and it just to me that means everybody's welcome. I want to take everybody in. I don't care what the what your life is or what you are about. And it doesn't matter if you're on the outskirts of, of society. I wanna I wanna learn your story. That's what we did. Yeah. Nobody here's too good for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what HETO is about and that's what it should be about. And and some of those groups aren't about that, but you 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 made it about that. You know, we were sitting on your porch drinking whiskey, oh trying to God. think up games. Yeah, and we'll talk the, about some of those games here in a second. Still, the notebook somewhere.
0: Oh yeah, my there's God. a notebook
1: with games in it. Yeah, those are, and
0: things we thought of. I, those are some of the best laughs I've ever had in my life.
2: Yeah, those were pretty good nights.
0: Literally sitting, we're sitting on this back porch. You had a beautiful view of the Shenandoah Valley. It depends time. on
2: what year, what time of the year it was, but yeah. yeah. I
0: actually, I will argue that. Okay. Because there were times like, oh, when the Valley, leaves were I gone. meant River. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. like, fuck, like yeah. those were incredible.
1: Shenandoah River from your place. But and the winter, was, if you wanted to be outside freezing your tits off, right. was amazing. Yeah. Right. Uh, but one of the things we talked about that has stuck with us to this day, we actually did it at Podcast of Palooza with Kate uh, all three times that we've been a part of her event. And God bless that girl for letting us be a part of her event because we love it. We always say no closed circles. I don't know if you remember we had that conversation Mm -hmm. because one of the things in the lifestyle that people tend to call clicks is a group of people standing together. And they stand so closely together that you can't get in. You
2: can't break your way through. So we
1: would go through and break up the circles and go, hey, open this shit up. Right. Open this shit up. Right. Invite people in. You got here because someone didn't do what you're doing right, right now, do you remember we talked about that on the? We deck? did,
0: yeah. yeah. And we're not trying to grenade anyone's like or like. No, but at the same time, to anything. you might find your <laughs> next
1: best friend because your back's not turned that's, to them, that's right? That's true. And that's a that was a big deal for us for starting this Hedo trip that we don't want to close people off. We don't want to tell people you can't do this, right? I felt like that mattered. I feel mm-hmm. like it still does. I feel like it still happens. I still hear that group sucks. They're clicky. That means that they didn't meet anybody and they're upset and they feel like something's wrong with
2: them. Well, yeah, it's a matter of acceptance.
0: It is. Yeah. And, and that conversation goes two ways, right? Like, did you make an effort to introduce yourself? Like, And if you, there's somebody you want to be introduced to and you're not comfortable, then that's when I'm I'm more than happy to be wingman 100% of the time. There's someone you want to be introduced to. I don't give a fuck if I know them or not. I got you. Yeah, like I, I I am totally fine break, breaking that up or, or walking in and, and giving you the assist. Yeah.
1: You know, we were at an event in New Orleans recently. And we did a session at the beginning talking about just success at an event. Mm-hmm. And I asked somebody, I asked the room, rather, Why don't you walk into those circles? Why don't you walk up and say hi? Why don't you do that? Mm -hmm. And there was a girl in the back on the left. She had dark hair and I don't know her name. And if she happens to listen to this podcast, darling, I'm thinking about you right now. And I told you I loved you when you said it and I meant it because it took balls. It took brass balls. It took bigger balls than maybe I've ever had in front of a group of people. And I'm a public speaker. She said, There are levels to this game and I'm not on the same level as these people. I can't walk up and talk to them because I'm not on their level. And my girl was curvy and she had long, beautiful brown hair and big, beautiful eyes. She had so many things about her that were valuable. Mm -hmm. But what she saw was that she didn't belong.
0: Mm -hmm. And am I crazy, but didn't we discuss in that same conversation that she decided to make their minds up for them and not give them an opportunity to do it themselves.
1: Yeah, we talked about that in our regret episode yeah. recently. We talked about it in probably the last five mm-hmm. fucking episodes because I think that that interaction hit me like a sledgehammer in the stomach, right? But I think that's one of the things that we're trying to fix with Casual Swinger Week, and it doesn't mean, by the way... Because I'm not a little dude, right? I mean, anybody that was in that room, I'm not a little guy. I'm, I don't have perfect abs. I don't have perfect teeth. I don't have perfect hair. I don't have perfect anything. But that doesn't mean I don't think I belong.
2: I, th- I think there's a misnomer about Hedo, though. Nobody has perfect anything. Yeah. So fuck it. Dude,
1: I got to tell you something that happened a couple weeks ago. Because this shit's hilarious. And no one that listens to this episode, if Mallory wasn't sitting here, wouldn't believe it.
0: Oh, God. I, I don't know what's coming. I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: But we were doing a thing recently with some friends, and there was a playmate in the circle that we were hanging out with. Oh. A legitimate playmate. True story. This is a true story. This happened. <laughs>
2: Apparently it's a true story.
1: Oh, it fucking is. I'm. <laughs> God strike me dead where I sit. Top five this is a true hottest story.
2: moments of my life.
1: Oh, top five hottest moments of my life. So we, I'm, I'm filming, right? I'm the cameraman, and I'm just kind of doing my thing. And I'm in front of this playmate, and her husband kicks me in the arm, and he goes, "Hey, pull up your shirt and rub your belly." <gasps> I have a belly. Okay, oh, I'm have... not
0: kidding. We're okay. Can I give? I have to give some more to context. Okay, three hot blondes back to back on a stripper pole, masturbating at the same time.
1: Okay, that's what the fuck it was. I wasn't going to say it... that, but that
0: happened.
1: <laughs> three girls back to back on a stripper pole, masturbating with dildos. That's where we were. I can't
0: make this shit up if I tried.
1: This is my life, Stack. By the way, you're
2: you're not hurting.
1: (laughs) Three of the hottest women I know, back to back on on a strip, single stripper pole, masturbating with dildos. Continue. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. No, that's it. Oh,
1: that's it. That's the end of your story. It's back to you. Oh, back to me now. Okay. I don't know how to top that. Nothing I say is going to make. No, no, no!
0: It's coming. I know it's coming. Oh,
1: it is. I know it's coming. So I get this kick in the arm, and it's her husband, and because he's standing on like, because I'm on my knees trying to shoot, and he's above me standing on like a countertop or something, and he kicks me in the arm. and He goes, "Pull up your shirt." I was like, "What?" Uh, no. She's a playmate, and she's more or less hot as screaming, fucking fire and balls and brimstone, right. and no. I I, matter of fact, I'm gonna put on an extra shirt. No, thanks, I'll pass. uh, Yeah, yeah. You have a parka I can wear? Right. You have have some sort of wall I can put between her and (laughs) I so she doesn't see me. And he's like, no, pull up your shirt. And I'm like, what? And so finally, he goes, no. And so he actually acts this out for me. He pulls his shirt up and starts rubbing his belly and he goes, do that. And I was like, huh? Huh? Yeah, you're just like you did. Huh? Huh? So I went ahead and I did it. I'm sitting here squatting, holding a camera, pulled up my shirt, held it with my chin, which now I have three because I'm holding (laughs) it with my chin, and start rubbing my belly like a Buddha. She looks at me, her eyes dilate, and she comes all over the floor. I start to hear her...
0: (laughs) get like cl- like reaching that point where she's going to climax and i look over and out of the left side of my eye i see my husband rubbing his belly going yeah baby like <laughs> she's just coming fucking all over rubbing, the I mean, she's and she's getting shit. off and i'm like i don't know what life is this is right now but i'm so happy I- it's mine and i'm a part of this
1: who the fuck are you telling I my boldest ass is having a playmate get off looking at my belly while i rub it i we have never we, seen anything like that in my life. I'm going to be the first one to tell you that I've always <laughs> had a little bit of self-consciousness about the fact that no matter... Really, I, I, honest, I make the joke that I need AIDS or cancer to have abs because it just, right. no matter what I do, it's never going to happen. And it, that happened. One of the hottest girls I've ever laid eyes on lost her shit because I was her jam. So what <laughs> I'm telling you guys is not that everyone is going to find you their jam, but there's one out there. And if you're not there, you'll miss it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you It's true. T- yeah, and part of it's just taking the risk, right? Get there. Be there. Yeah. If you're not
1: there, and you don't have to be
2: a hardcore swinger to be there. We don't play with most of the people we meet. That's true. I, I think the thing to keep in mind, I know that each time I go to Hito, I keep in mind that I'm probably not going to do anything. We usually don't. Right. So how many pairs of underwear have you left in the bathroom? Baltimore, Washington Um, International Airport? A lot. Oh
0: oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) One a trip. (laughs) It's one of the fucking And listen, people, it's not and I'm not shitting myself. It's just (laughs) I just don't like (laughs) wearing (laughs) (laughs) underwear.
0: Which is funny because it's on brand for us, by the way. Um just the the mention of it in the show. Yeah, if you pull your underwear off, you're gonna rip your sleeves off. I love please, please give our audience some clarity on why you take your underwear off in the airport.
2: Uh because I want to Get my, because my my pants will fall off, my shorts will fall off if I don't have underwear on when I go through security. Because I have to take my belt off. So mm-hmm. once I get through security, I want to get rid of the underwear because I do not like having underwear on.
0: So do you just buy the paper underwear now? No,
2: no, this is no? it's legit underwear. <laughs> just, do you choose the underwear because you know you're going to leave them in an airport? No, I don't actually. I don't, but I have to get rid of them before the airplane ride. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, and I don't. Okay, want have
1: you ever them. thought about taking them off on the airplane and leaving them in the pocket? I probably could do that
2: because that yeah. would be funny. I'll I'll do that next time.
1: Like somebody reaches for a barf you bag know, and pulls I, out a pair I'll, of fucking
2: BBs. I'll do, that, I'll do that next time. Take a picture and tag. I you was going to say on so Southwest, excited.
0: it's not a sign. city. no fucking no. <laughs> <That's> I <right. laughs> don't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a pair of fruit of the looms hanging. Just, out right I kind of
2: like leaving them in the bathroom for people to wander wander in and go. What the fuck happened here? Oh,
0: the first thing I'm going to think is, is something. There was an accident. A hundred percent. All right, because our and listeners- then I'm going to hold my breath.
1: Our listeners are incredibly inquisitive, and they're probably deeply,
2: deeply, deeply
0: interested in <laughs> really,
1: you.
2: I'm really worried
1: about where this is
2: fucking in going, your mentality. but go ahead. Yeah. I, Why do you choose tidy whities over everything else? Oh, I do not, and and you've seen me in underwear. You know that I don't, so nice try.
0: I love how you looked at him and said he's seen you in underwear.
2: Because he's the one that made the fucking comment.
0: Okay, I'm... Just saying.
2: <laughs> you both see me in it and out of underwear, so it doesn't fucking matter. There that's we true. Go. We get naked a lot.
1: That's that's kind of Hedo's thing, right? We're naked. So down at Hedo, we play a lot of games. And we've played a lot of games. We've dreamt up a lot of
2: games. Mm. There are a lot of games we left behind. That, that, There's a fucking ton. I wish of we, revis- we could find the notebook. Yeah. Uh,
0: the, yeah. The notebook's probably got some gems that in that notebook got has got a lot of gems in it. in it. It's for nothing else for fodder. And, yeah. Yeah. Banter.
1: Yeah. What is your, uh, and I'm going to run this around the room, because Mallory, mm. I, I know you probably have, one. what's your favorite You're one that we played? Putting us
2: on the spot. Yeah. Jesus, you yeah. could have warned it. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, well, because I'm the guy with the mic. Well, I, don't, I don't see anything. I'm going to defer, because we're going to go ladies first. Okay. Oh. I'm going to say blowjob
0: right. karaoke, because there was that epic moment that we actually executed, where, do you remember the dude... A uh, beautiful black man with his uh, i don't know if he was a girlfriend or his wife but she had short dark hair and she was so fucking sexy like they both just oozed like kindness and they were both extroverts and it turns out this mother he could fucking sing oh yeah and the goal was for the girls to fuck them up so they couldn't sing the lyrics to mm. the song and he fucking won up to the entire fucking pool by flipping her upside down. Mm-hmm. She was sucking his dick while the microphone laid between her ass cheeks, and he sang freebird
2: Yeah, he did, and he <laughs> and, sang and he sang it well, like nobody's fucking. Yes. It
0: wasn't just good; it was great. It yeah. was fantastic. While all of these other things were happening, and I don't know that I could recreate that moment no. ever again. Like he was or a or
1: tall have- CeeLo
2: Green and yeah, yes
0: but like fit and just yeah oh my god like I, they were incredibly sexy
2: i've seen a I, lot of stuff and I've, i have it's very rare that i'm slack jawed but that right? moment i was slack jawed
0: It absolutely incredible and i don't know who they are if you are listening right now please fucking message us Please God, y- i will remember you if i get alzheimer's
1: <laughs> yeah like that was fun that was so much fun it was crazy it was i mean blowjob karaoke was one we, we only played it one year and it it was the silliest craziest fun game i loved it, I, it w- I see why it's your favorite yeah. because it made our hearts so happy to see people singing their hearts out we didn't know why well. they had a dick yeah. in someone's mouth or vice versa because she sang with his dick in her mouth yes she did
0: yes yeah You're right <laughs> yep. yeah. So
2: just singing her heart out i yeah. mean it was really really good so. All right, I'm going to steal another one we've only done once, and I know it's one of your favorites The Running <laughs> of the Unicorns.
0: Because oh <laughs> it was name. so fucking oh ridiculous. God, that was ridiculous. It, it was oh, maybe. Top three most ridiculous games yes. they were oh. played, if not the top We blood.
2: completely took over the but, beach and the oh, yeah. water for that. Do you know? Remem- no, the pool was empty. Yeah. 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 We yeah. owned the resort yeah, for 30 minutes.
0: Yes. We knew it was going to be hilarious when it was discussed on land before the trip. Yes. And we couldn't get full sentences out. No. Because we had to take breaths in between the riotous laughter to tell the next person what we were thinking, the imagery that it created for us. Yes. This is always like a group like. Mind meld and like think tank, which I I, I probably shouldn't say think tank because it makes us say there like was way not smarter much than we yeah. are.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was truly 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 impressive. I yeah, oil up those unicorns and and and
0: everybody else and yeah. like hey let's go out the, the ocean.
1: I love the names of the unicorns because what we had oh yes done, I forgot about the names completely. Jessica <laughs> yes, oh yeah, Majestic Majestic <laughs> These two assholes are losing their shit now because they're remembering <laughs> it. But so here's what happened. All right. So let me just back this truck up and give you a little bit of focus. So on Hedonism's beach side, you have a floating dock and you have a set of rocks that are basically separated by about a 100 totally
0: yards. Totally safe with the yeah, sea urchins totally and safe. everything. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: yeah. Very and safe. And the hammerhead that, that lives in the fucking bay there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that hammerhead and I are cool. Let's but that not... hammerhead just attacked an eel that day. No, it was an eagle ray. Oh, an eagle ray. But one of those days.
1: Yeah. And I stood out there with him. I watched him. It was great.
2: We had a good time.
1: He and I are friends.
2: Mallory was very upset. we we'll another episode. You and the creepy single
1: dude out there. <laughs> That's right. It was just the two of us by ourselves with the shirt. <laughs> yeah, with a hat. Me and a hat. A four-foot top hat. Not and a you with a hat. The creepy single dude. Do you remember
0: him out yeah, the, in ocean the rain. The floaty? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, these two have officially <laughs> left for you-had-to-be-there territory. <laughs> Sorry. but Which is bad for a podcast. You're, you're right. But these
0: are the things you learn and get to experience when you go to Hedo. It's so random and so wonderful. It is. By all means, I, I but apologize.
1: Running of the Unicorns, when we did Running of the Unicorns the first time, one of the things that we had, so these are these eight-foot unicorn floaties, mm-hmm. and we had four of them, and we named them after people in our group. So we had Majestic Phallus, we had, uh, we had Yankee Jew, which was after our leader at the time. Yes, it, we did. His name was Yankee Jew. That's it what it was. was. It was the fucking horse's name. I'm not making it up. It's well, it, true. It, it's a story. You had to tell it. Yeah, we had Surprise Anal. Yeah, yes. Surprise Anal.
0: It was always in the rear. It was always in the <laughs> rear. Yeah, Surprise Anal never The Washington run. Generals of unicorn races.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? So but the point was... I, as the MC with a giant speaker, is standing on the beach having to announce this entire thing over a loudspeaker with a microphone. Literally,
0: for Seven Mile Beach, people from Sandals were like, What the hell is going on over there? That's
1: right. Like, oh, he fell off the unicorn and surprise animals taking up the rear. Yeah, it was just (laughs) fucking, it was a riot. It was so much fun because these people greased up like. I mean, literally, like they've oh. fallen off the Exxon Valdez I and was they had to charged. climb back on.
0: Yeah. So we had to grease up. So me and the other rascalettes were charged with greasing up the humans and greasing up the unicorns. And like there was no, no crevice unturned. There
2: was definitely a few points. There were definitely a few points where we looked at each other and went, oh, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> <And you laughs> but it was, still, it was yeah, still like perfect. It's like ketchup
0: if something's good, more better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like
1: when we come up with these games for these trips that we do... If it's too much, it's perfect. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> like that's when we're like, oh, yep. yeah, we're doing that. And I love it. And I think it's a blast. And I think it was a good time. We loved it. Uh, because I asked the two of you what your favorites were of all the things we did. Uh, my personal favorite was Scouts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Holy
2: shit. There's a list there, too, that we've. Yeah. Wow.
0: There was. Yeah. A, there was a lot of it. Bathing. There was a lot
2: that was was turned <laughs> away. Table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But scouts were
1: it effectively was an opportunity the, for every person to in really kind of encapsulate and enjoy everything that Hedo offers, yeah. whether and you're was, a swinger or not.
0: And it was great for newbies and veterans, whether you've been to Hedo once or 10 yes. times. It didn't matter. Like, I love that it was relevant to everyone. That was a lot of fun. It was.
1: And like, I tell you what, there's people who went fucking crazy for it.
0: People got super fucking competitive. They they very did. competitive. They so competitive. Crazy
1: for it. They really did to the point where, at one point, you know, our friends were considering giving away, I think, a free trip for the people that won the whole fucking thing. Because right. Because it was, it was a lot.
0: It was immersive.
1: It was a lot. But I mean, everything from finding the hidden hot tubs to having a three way to you know taking a facial and you had to bring evidence back so you oh, could get yeah. your merit back. We saw a lot of pictures. A Lot, <laughs> a lot of, of pictures. pictures. There was some really really cool
2: shit Dude, about that. We
0: had shows going on in the balconies like above us from yep. the beach. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. public yeah. exhibitionism. Yep. That was yeah. one of the Barrett badges.
2: Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like that one. Yeah, because it forced. <laughs> force is a bad word, but encouraged. It, it pushed, yeah, it encouraged you to get out and see everything that Hito had to offer. That's was, right. And gonna, it wasn't just yeah. sex. I mean, yeah. yeah. Go play tennis with a tennis bro. That's it. Yeah. Go yeah. play that tennis kind of with thing. a tennis bro.
1: Yeah. Find the pickleball courts. You know, find the hidden hot tubs. I mean there were two levels of scouts right you could be a, a regular old like i'm a good scout or you could be i'm a fucking dirty horse scout yeah you know and it, it was re- fun it's a scale it was it was really really cool and for me i feel like that was my at least in terms of the one like when i sat down and started scribbling on your deck mm-hmm. that was my magnum opus i was like this was
2: <laughs> this was the one i'm trying to remember how that even came about but it yeah oh man was yeah. yeah. once luck. it started when we oh it snowballed like a motherfucker yeah like yeah, most conversations shit. on oh, that deck, yeah. Like most yeah. conversations, till we got cold and went inside, yeah. Well, yeah. and then and you we went to bed and yelled at us for talking too loud. Yeah, that's a whole different old. day, but yeah, your memory's shot because of your concussion. So whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he he thinks he always had six. Yeah, ask him.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, to put a pin in this thing, because we're we're coming up on the end oh, of, God, of our hour, so and we still have whiskey of the <laughs> month ahead of us. So we got to get into that. Uh, but you know, our Hedo trip is is really reflective of who we are. We are casual swingers. I hope
0: so. That's the plan. We're yeah. not any one
1: thing. We're all of you. Casual swingers are a reflection of you. Whoever you are listening right now, whether you have questions, confidence, misconceptions, or inadequacy concerns, that's all of us. We're all casual swingers on some level or another. And that's what this episode's about, and that's kind of where we're going with season five. We're coming into this thing with eyes wide open, knowing that, we're not going to do everything right. We're not going to do everything wrong. We're not going to get it right or wrong or perfect. We're going to do our best, and we're going to be here for you. We're going to offer the best we can offer with casual toys. We're going to offer the best we can offer with a trip to a place that we love to encourage you to have some experiences like the ones we've talked about here on the show today because not everybody is necessarily a rabid, wild swinger. Some of us are casual.
0: You know what, though, if you are, by all means, Rock the come. fuck on.
1: Yeah, you can still be casual about it. And yeah, you can still be ca- you can be a hoe on the download. Yep. No. Unlike Mallory.
0: What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: blasting it out there. You're good.
0: Oh yeah, we did get the the billboard. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's right yeah. on I
1: seventy five. Yep.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Uh I-, I think it's gonna be awesome. I love what we got coming to season five. And frankly, I love that we finally got this goddamn trip off the ground. We have uh, yeah. let's see, where do we have left right now? We have uh we have thirty five rooms left.
2: Right okay. Now. 35 rooms. And right. it's going to be.
0: That's potentially 70 new friends we haven't met yet.
2: Yeah. Unless someone has a double occupancy of room. I mean,
0: that's <laughs> true.
2: Yeah. I mean, or, or we get some triads
1: because we've had triads on our trips. We
0: have, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. true.
1: We could have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You
2: could meet two chicks that think you're the cat's meow, dude. That's far, far and few between, but okay. You could meet two guys. You're going to Key West. No, I'm not. Yeah, okay. Anyway, you turned that <laughs> one around on me. Like, nice.
0: <laughs> fucking judgment-free zone. Possibilities are endless. Yeah, do you. It's okay. what we're saying. I'll pay
2: double occupancy. <laughs> hey, anyway.
1: everybody. This is uh, this has been an absolute blast. Uh, Stack. We respect the living fuck out of what you do with uh, the things we all carry, and mm-hmm. I encourage everyone that's listening to this episode. I know we've had some fun. After the fact, and that was quite on purpose, I assure you, because what he does talk about is heavy, but it's it needs to be talked about. It needs to be heard. If you have a friend, that's a firefighter, a first responder, a veteran,
0: your neighbor, your brother, your sister, your friend, your. Yeah, share that. Share
1: that podcast with them because it matters and it's going to matter to them in ways that you don't understand because we are not one of them. Mm -hmm. Moreover,
2: if if you're a first responder, you know, one that has a story to tell, please reach out. Um, It can be cathartic for everybody but it can be cathartic for you to tell that story Mm -hmm. and um, I'm always looking for people to to share a story or just have a conversation with me so they can like I said they can they can reach me on the website they can reach me on Instagram or they can just reach out to my story at thethingsweallcarry.com there you go and because we've run a little long we are going to come back in just a hot second with
1: the whiskey of the month But we're not going to tell you how to find us at the end of that. So I'm going to let Mallory do it now so we don't have to do it later. Mallory, tell everybody how to find us.
0: Again, but this time with feeling.
1: Oh, all the feelings? Just rub yourself slowly and lightly while you do it.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. So we are Casual Swinger everywhere. You can find us at casualswinger.com. Feel free to shoot us a message at podcast at casualswinger.com. We are also on social media. That's Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And you can find us on the dating sites. It's SDC S-D-C-S-L-S, and Cassidy.com.
1: That'll do it. We'll be back in just a second with August Whiskey of the Month. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.
0: Joke's on you. I drank it all.
1: Folks, welcome back to Casual Swinger. This is still Mickey, and
0: I'm Mallory. Hi.
1: Yeah, and this is actually a couple of days after we recorded the segment you just. Yeah, heard. we had
0: to dry out. I, we drank all of the whiskey while our friend was in town.
1: Yeah, it was it was getting unruly. How much whiskey I think we imbibed while he was here. But... Yeah,
0: I was to celebrate whiskey of the month. I think.
1: Yeah, not such a bad no. thing. Now, and you know what, we got some really cool news that that actually since we recorded the episode that we can actually include in the episode.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Which is we're going to Bourbon and Beyond.
0: I know, I'm so excited.
1: Uh, They uh, reached out and it was an opportunity for me to speak uh, at the event, which is really, really cool. I'm fucking honored, to be perfectly honest.
0: Yeah, but this is for your vanilla job, not for this. So like,
1: Well, but it was because of my whiskey background that I was asked to do it by the company. It's so so. freaking cool. Yeah, it was really really neat. So I'm pretty jacked I get to talk in front of 62 distillers. And
0: I just get to hang out because I live a charmed life, I guess. <laughs> no, it's fucking amazing. Like even if I wasn't didn't have the ability to go like I'm excited for you. I know how passionate you are about the subject and it's just that's got to be like a bucket list thing you didn't know was a bucket list thing.
1: Well, I've never been to Bardstown. So this is, this is like going to church, right? This is going yeah. home. So I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, yeah, we're flying into Louisville, which I got to buy our tickets after this is over.
0: Yeah, actually. we probably should do that. We have to get there somehow.
1: Yeah, but this event is so popular that we're probably going to end up having to stay in Louisville because it's, Bardstown's not that big. I think the hotels are pretty much packed. So
0: Yeah, I can imagine that. But Eh, I'm excited. Whatever.
1: It's still going to be awesome. Really excited. Uh, Really excited to go out there and do that. So that's fun. But hey, in the meantime.
0: Let's get to the point here, man. We're here for Whiskey (laughs) of the Month. So
1: uh, hey, Starry, what time is it?
0: Candy is dandy, but whiskey makes you frisky. All right. So this Whiskey of the Month for August 2022 is George Dickel Barrel Select. That's a good one. That is, and dickel is just fun to say. Yeah, you love the (laughs) dickel. Do love the Dickle. Tickle the Dickle. <laughs> uh, true thing. Uh, so G- George is another storied brand of American whiskeys with a very cool complicated past and present but still presents an exceptional value to whiskey enthusiasts nationwide with their juice being both affordable and widely available because remember that's that's a ticket right it has to be under $50 and available in at least 40 states. Yep. Um which I think we struggled with a little bit with uh, nearest green. However I don't think it's it was available just, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's such a cool story though so we went off brand just just because of that. Um, I digress. So the story of this whiskey, of, of George Dickel brand, is made most interesting by the fact that, unlike most of the other stories we've told, George Dickel didn't get famous for making whiskey. He was famous for selling it.
1: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. He's a sales guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, he, he, and we're going to get into it in a second, but he literally owned a store selling another brand of whiskey, and that's how he got famous. And his name was kind of attached to the brand, you know, after his death, really. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, George Dickel was actually born in Germany in 1818. So he immigrated to the United States, you know, fairly early on in his life in 1844. And he started his own small business and started selling spirits in 1861. Well, after the conclusion of the Civil War, he grew his business into exclusively offering liquor. Mm. And by that, I mean he bought it from local and regional distillers and started distributing it in jugs, barrels, and bottles. He took on several partners in his resale business over the years, including a couple of family members. And a lot of them have some very German (laughs) names, so I'm not going to mess with them right now. So he
0: created like a two-tiered distribution model. He
1: did. Wow. He was distributing whiskey in in Kentucky. So anyway, uh, he formed a partnership with a group, known as Cascade Whiskey. Now, Cascade Whiskey was known for its tagline, Mellow as Moonlight, and that was for their tendency to cool the mash at night, which is actually something that my grandfather and great-grandfather used to do as well. Mm-hmm. They said that the mash cooled more evenly in the evening. So it's kind of a thing that I think survived, you know, long after that. But anyway, Dickel and his partner soon became the sole distribution network for Cascade until his death in 1894, when his shares in the business were willed to his wife, Augusta. When she died in 1916, she willed it to her brother, Victor Schwab, who was already a longtime partner of her husband's. Now, he fought vehemently against the rising calls for prohibition in Tennessee, spending thousands of his own dollars, which in today dollars, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars. But he spent it lobbying against legislation that would curtail the sale of spirits, ultimately nationwide. Tennessee's passing of prohibition in 1910 forced them to relocate Cascade Distillery to the Stitzel Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky, until Kentucky passed their own prohibition in 1917. Once nationwide prohibition set in in 1920, the brand was no more, at least for now.
0: Wow. So in 1937, four years after the repeal of Prohibition, Schwab's heirs sold the brand to Shenley Distilling Company, which had to track down two former distillers from Cascade to get the re- recipe since nobody actually ever wrote it down. Yeah, that should happen all the time right? back then, by the way. Uh, in the coming 40s and 50s, uh, Shenley produced their own whiskey, naming it George A. Dickles Cascade. Con- Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey—that's such a mouthful,
1: uh, isn't it? Right. <laughs> the Dickel is a mouthful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. I like it. I like it. Later in 1956, uh, Shenley tried to buy Jack Daniels, but was rebuffed. So his natural reaction was to get busy and compete against Jack Daniels by returning to Tennessee in 1958 and re-establishing the Cascade Hollow Distillery in Coffee County, Tennessee. Like many other uh, whiskeys hailing from the region, this whiskey uses Uncle Nearest Lincoln County process for distilling spirits owing its sweet palate to maple charcoal it's poured over so there we go we're tying it in kind of
1: neat it kind of ties into <laughs> last month's whiskey of the month that Lincoln County process is used by a lot of different whiskeys yeah, they are. as it mm-hmm. turns out uh, so I didn't some, know that no. by the way
0: that that's something I genuinely learned so
1: and, you know this is kind of a fun way for us to learn more about the thing we're passionate about too but you know today to this day uh, George Dickel barrel select is still made in Cascade Hollow
0: Oh, I didn't didn't know that either.
1: Yeah. So, no? and even though they're owned by Diageo, uh, you know, it's they, which is pretty much the largest, you know. I liquor was gonna company say Diageo is the, the, the big name in the world. Yeah, on. they're it, right? They're they're the apple of of liquor. But anyway, in 1964, the first bottles of George Dickel Tennessee whiskey rolled out of the distillery. You can see that's some time, right? Because in 1956, Shenley tried to buy Jack Daniels, and it wasn't until 1964 he had his own whiskey ready to go. That's because whiskey takes time to age, folks. Right. So once you make a decision to get into whiskey, that's a decision you make about 10 years in the future of your life, yeah. which is exactly what happened to the guys with George Dickel. Now that whiskey rolled out of the distillery, him choosing to use Dickel's name primarily because Cascade's reputation was for being an inexpensive whiskey.
0: Mm, okay. So, today the brand and distillery are owned in, uh, by multinational mega corporations Diageo, like you mentioned. Uh, but the roots, confusingly interesting um, history remain with George Dickel being a legend in Tennessee whiskey, despite never actually making any.
1: I just think that's kind of neat, right? Yeah. That it's, I mean, when you go to the liquor store, there's probably five different expressions of Dickel up there. Kind of like old forester kind of like gold elk and a mm-hmm. few others that just have a lot of different expressions and you don't realize where these names of these brands come from brands that we've talked about like elijah craig jack daniel michters Haneers, michters mm-hmm. right some of these brands and the names that that and the stories behind them are as old as america if not older yeah so it really is kind of neat so george Dickel, barrel select The whiskey is 43% alcohol by volume.
0: So not hot, not terribly hot
1: at all. Not terribly hot, which means it's a very drinkable whiskey. It's aged 10 to 12 years. So the neat part about the barrel select, and this is a cool thing that's exclusive to this bottle, they select 10 barrels, and that's what all the bottles come from, those 10 barrels. Mm -hmm. So that run comes from 10 exclusively selected barrels that were selected to blend together, and they are somewhere between 10 and 12 years. So the age statement's a little fuzzy, but at the but same that's time, a, it's still a cool.
0: nicely aged whiskey. When you see a lot of these young ones on the shelves that are, you know, six and seven years old. Well,
1: that's just it. When you look at the price point for this whiskey, a for a t- ten to twelve year whiskey, <laughs> yeah. that's not I and mean, it's not sourced. This mm-hmm. is actually their whiskey. That's a great, it's a great deal at forty seven ninety nine. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a screaming deal in whiskey and it actually tastes good. I, there's you know, the whiskey guys that I know because a lot of times when we pick a whiskey of the month, the whiskey guys I know give me a hard yeah. time about it.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, it's strange, not strange, but a little off brand for you because this, the mash in and of itself is 84% corn, 8% rye, 8% malted barley. Mm-hmm. And you usually like a higher rye blend.
1: I do. I like it a little spicier. This is going to be a little more oak forward, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little more of a traditional bourbon. So the eye, when when I talk about eye, I'm talking about what does it look like in your glass? It's got a dark caramel color with a hint of yellow.
0: Yeah, and on the nose, um, the descriptions run, you know, around, uh, it's a a very rounded sweet when it starts off. Maybe you get some caramel, vanilla, toffee, and corn. Corn's a very nice, like, leveling flavor Mm -hmm. in there. It's mellow. Mm -hmm. And uh, sifting up through the corn husks in this glass are notes of, like, sweet taffy, cherries, butterscotch, um, definitely oak, and maybe just a hint of citrus in there. Um, In the back, um, it's got a bit of an astringency that that makes it a little sharp. It kind of pops from time to time, um, but not a consistent factor. Yeah, so So, where where
1: you'll get that astringency, and what we mean by astringency is it smells like alcohol. Yeah. Right? And so where you'll get that is if you swirl it. So if you have a Glencairn and you swish it, that's when it'll hit you. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of how you pull that kind of nose out of it. Now, as far as taste goes... It definitely is caramel forward, but the corn comes in close behind it. Through those waves of caramel and corn are notes of vanilla and oak and clove, and even a little rye, despite it being a fairly low rye content. There's a little bit of a spice milling about in the background. Could be a number of things, uh, maybe fennel. It's, it's, it's hard to say, actually, when you get all these different flavors. But playing, you know, playing with a little bit of a hint of mint, actually. So bringing the whole thing together is a char that tastes a little bit like toasted marshmallows.
0: I want to be a marshmallow. <laughs> I've been watching way too much TikTok. You really have. <laughs> um, and the feel in the description, soft and creamy, um, that has a, a refined aspect to it, meaning it's smooth. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a an tenure. easy drinker. It's an easy drinker. Yeah, it's a 10-year. It's,
1: it's going to be. So the finish, not surprisingly, because it's caramel-forward, tastes a lot like caramel, vanilla, and a little bit of cinnamon, which fade back to that corn and that oak as you exhale through your mouth after ingesting this fine George Dickel Barrel Select Whiskey of the Month for Casual Swinger, August 2022.
0: Yeah, and that's a fucking wrap, dude. That's season season four, four, the longest season of our lives. <laughs> the season that never ends. Yeah, it's concluded, and we come back. We're we're out and proud and putting our faces out there. And Yeah, the episode art anything. for this
1: is our faces. I mean, yeah. it's legit. Yeah. Like, boom, that's, faces. That's us. Hi. I should have just used your boobs. That's all anybody wants to see. Well, they can anyway. see that anyways.
0: I, mean, I always showed my boobs. I was never scared to show my boobs. Um, That's awesome. But we're going to take a little time off before we come back. And we, we, do you think we'll be recording before or after our keto trip in October?
1: I think we got to get at least the first episode of the okay. season out because we have Casey Donatello joining us.
0: True. So we got to get that out of the way. She's amazing. I'm super yeah. excited to have her on. She's
1: got so much going on. She's going to have a lot to talk about yeah. when she joins cool us for lady. episode one of season five. Faces out and all that good shit. Yeah. All right. You want to tell everybody yeah. bye-bye? We'll see you guys in season five.
0: Yeah. Ass down, face up. That's right. right. I'm looking at you, Derek. <laughs> 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 All right. We are Casual Swinger everywhere. Feel free to reach out to us A podcast at casualswinger.com. Check out our website for details on all our podcasts and other information. There's a great amount of resources on our website. If you haven't checked it out, it's casualswinger.com. Um, we're on social media as Casual Swinger. Uh, that is Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can find us on the dating sites which are SLS, SDC, Double Date Nation, and Cassidy.
1: That'll do it, folks. That's a wrap on Season 4. Hope you had fun. We'll see you here in a few weeks with a we kick off to Season 5. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.
0: Love you. Bye.